Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, you are you are bathed as we record this podcast. You are bathed in purple light. Mm-hmm. Lilac. I'm going to call it lilac. Yeah. It's uh, because I'm, uh, I'm royalty, I just found out. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you just find out you're a real princess? I did. And, uh, you know, purple is the, the color of royalty. Uh-huh. So I'm calling ahead when I go to my various engagements. Uh-huh. Uh, podcasting, of course, uh, ribbon-cutting ceremonies. Sure. Uh, blood orgies. Right. Oh, I'm a vampire princess, by the way. You're a vampire princess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Hence the blood orgies, but I still do a I lot honestly of... did not even know that they had a, a caste system oh, in yeah. the vampire community. No, no, it's very uh, it's very stringent. It's feudal. It's Yeah, I mean, it, well, I, we like to say traditional. I knew that. We I don't knew, like of course, to say feudal because that has a bad connotation. I knew about Dracula's position. Mm-hmm. He's a count. You sure? Uh, Although, can I just put in a recommendation? Please. I think for all the work that he's done. I mean, we don't like to. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the Blade movies. <laughs> I haven't, no. They're very accurate. Oh, really? Uh, you Were know, you a script consultant on those? <laughs> I, listen, if I had known about my status as a vampire princess uh-huh. in the mid-90s, right. I would have insisted on at least doing a pass on all the Blade scripts. Sure. But I wasn't aware. Yeah, and so these days, you mostly just hang out by Ryan Reynolds' house. Yeah. Was he in the Blade movies? He was in the third one. Okay, great. He played uh, Blade's friend, the human. Great. Um, <laughs> and so Let's what, be honest. Blade's friend, the white guy. <laughs> yeah. Blade's nice white friend. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, we were just talking about uh, Dracula. Dracula. And I was going to recommend. Mm-hmm. And again, I understand. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say we don't love taking recommendations for humans because of our uneasy alliance. Got it. Now, <laughs> I will be more inclined to listen to you. Right. If we at all happen upon some sort of Blade Two situation where there's a super vampire, okay, that we have to fight, or if I'm turned, oh yeah, that too. Uh, but you know, because this is a kind of a new thing, and I realize I'm springing it on you, right? Uh, I'll go ahead and listen to your suggestion, okay. R.E. Dracula. So or it's Drac, just as I, like I to call him. Oh, you're you're close with him. Yeah. I guess there's not a lot to do once you can live forever. Nah. Just hang out. Chill. Watch Blade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be reminded of what your life is actually like. Mm-hmm. Well, here's my suggestion to you, Jordan. Um, I feel like Dracula has done a lot for uh, the vampire community. Mm-hmm. And so maybe he's in line for a promotion from Count to Viscount. You know, I mean, I think that he likes the Count lifestyle. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I think the promotion would, like, giving him more responsibility. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think he would have as much fun with it. I mean, it's... Because he's got to be out there. He's right. got to be right. he turning doesn't into like, a mist. He doesn't like pressing the flesh. Exactly. So to speak. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like anything flesh-related. Well, unless it's the feeling of his teeth sinking into it. <laughs> That's true. He does enjoy that. That's true. And the pleasures of the. <laughs> right. Sure, he is very sexual. Yeah. Have you become more sexual? Uh, a little bit. I mean, again, yeah. this is still new. Right. Uh, if I was, you know, at a six before, I would say I'm at a seven. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, R.E. sexual intensity. So pretty good. Yeah. But Not the most sexual, but pretty sexual. Above is, and in this scale of one to ten, my presumption here is that 
uh, we're talking about this isn't like a grading scale. So we're not talking about C minus sexuality. Mm-hmm. We're talking about where average sexuality is five. Sure. Ten is extraordinary sexuality. Yeah, that's like a Bowie. That's like a Prince. That's right. like a you know just a a human you know made of sexuality. I want to okay. Let's introduce our guest on the program sure. because you mentioning Prince reminds me of why I wanted to talk about this Purple Light. Mm-hmm. So our guest on the program uh, is a recording artist. Uh huh. He's an entertainment personality. This is true. <laughs> He's one of the hosts of the upcoming Max Fun podcast, and yes. This is the announcement right here, folks. Tights and fights. I feel so secure in my job now. It, it's tights and fights, <laughs> not fights and tights. No, right? it's tight. You had it right the first. Okay. I always go this with is, the first mind. This is the deadline.com of podcasting. Like, it's official when you hear it here. Oh, should I announce my other shows are canceled? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the place to do oh, it. Okay, good. Let's make waves. <laughs> Let's do it. Open Mike Eagle. Hello. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm wonderful. And that is a fine purple glow. Yeah. We so, don't have to go with this vampire thing for the whole show, by the way. Actually, we can drop it. I felt, speaking of Prince, yes. that you look like maybe you uh, it was your first day interning at Paisley Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And he just had you working in a studio. And, and, yeah. And he was like, only purple lights. And you're like, is he serious? Yeah. And you didn't know if he was uh, trolling you or not. Yeah. And then Jesse Johnson was like, <laughs> yeah, he's really serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky I'm getting college credit for this <laughs> Prince internship. Um, here's, here's something that I wanted mm-hmm. to address. Yeah. This purple light made me think about. So, um, of course, Prince passed away uh, a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a great. It's also, tr- we're announcing that here on the show. Yeah, it is not. Been in you the did have to remind that. me because I don't like to think about it. Yeah, yeah. it was a horrible tragedy. Um, and uh, Prince was one of my favorite mm-hmm. musicians of all time. Uh, I'm sure you guys were Prince fans as well. Absolutely, one of the greatest geniuses of pop music ever. Um, and his death was unspeakably tragic. So I guess my question is, at what point can we again talk about the time that he rented, I want to say, Cedric Sabalos's house? Cedric Sabalos, NBA power forward, Cedric Sabalos. He won a dunk contest. I remember that. I think it was Cedric Sabalos. Mm-hmm. Uh, rented it in the off season or in the on season, whatever. Uh, <laughs> And painted it purple without asking him. That's so mean. Carlos Boozer. Sorry, not Cedric Sabalos. Oh, my God. Carlos Boozer. You know, I mean, I think that when it comes to Prince and what is or is not appropriate to remember, Mm -hmm. you know, in the wake of his death. I believe he had also turned the fountain purple. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is from memory. This was some years ago. Turned the fountain purple, replaced the gate. And install the beauty parlor. <laughs> Carlos Bozer has probably only been playing in the NBA for about 10 years. Yeah, I mean, that guy's not a superstar. And But when it was Cedric Sabalos, I was like, oh, okay, everybody was on coke. Things happen. <laughs> Sometimes. Carlos Bozer, this was, this was since Prince found religion. Yes. Oh, absolutely. This was, I'm going to say, six or seven years ago. This is very mean. And I don't like Carlos Bozer. So this isn't about your personal relationship no, with Carlos it is not. Cruiser. I would I would wouldn't mind his house being turned any amount of colors. <laughs> really, that's how, how much antipathy you have towards Carlos. I Cruiser. am a huge Chicago Bulls fan, mm-hmm. and we paid that man a lot of money to not do well. For oh, got it. Years, so got it. It's very personal, right? Um, but Prince. What did Prince? What was Prince's beef with Carlos Boozer? I he, think Prince's beef is with houses that aren't painted purple. He. I think he just assumed. 
I'm renting the house. It'll be made appropriate for me. It will be Prince. Did what he? Yeah, he will. He'll, but he just did what he had to do. You know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that that you know, is it appropriate to remember that? I think when you live your life in such a crazy way, it's only fitting that you be remembered by the crazier things that you've done. You know? I mean, it was, and it, I want to be clear. <clears throat> This was – it's not like he rented it from Carlos Boozer and then returned it three years later having mm. been colored purple. It's like a long this weekend was like, or something. This was like a two-month or three-month mm-hmm. rental. And then when he returned it to Carlos Boozer, the entire house – and I'm sure this was a mansion. Mm-hmm. Carlos Boozer's doing fine for himself. He's got that bull's money. Ugh, our money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's hurts. But did he did he did he paint like the toilets and and or is it the inside or just the outside? Do do we have any? He any painted intel? the entire outside. I mean, Christian is sitting here looking at the article, and not helping us. Uh, yeah, but thanks, Christian. Um, but yeah, he he painted the entire house purple, and then turned the fountain purple, and then some other shit. Do you think it's possible that Christian is not looking at the article, but is just lo- looking at a HuffPo gallery of celebrity nip slips? <laughs> I think that seems likely. I love yeah. the, the Schrodinger's cat element of there being any number of things going on behind you that you can't <laughs> at all. It's all possible. It Christian is. is directly behind Jordan right now, and he yeah. ha- and Jordan has no idea what's happening. Christian is there. at once looking at a gallery of nip slips and, and not, not looking at a gallery exactly. of nip slips. It's all permissible yeah. back there. We're going to drop a radioactive ion in there at some point. <laughs> Christian is also pulling a classic Christian move. Mm-hmm. And this is why we need to get Brian Sonny D. Fernandez back. That guy's been in London, quote unquote, being a television writer mm-hmm. on a television show for too long. Christian is there. He's wearing a rival podcast shirt. Oh, mm. no. That guy is wearing a totally beverages and sometimes hot sauce shirt. I didn't know that we had rivals. Yeah, that's our main rivals. Do you think at some point we'll have to team up with them to fight some sort of super vampire? Yeah, I mean, I presume so. <laughs> or a super podcast. Is that vampire you? No, no, no. I'm, oh, okay. I'm merely a princess. I see. I see. Uh, Jordan, that was you, established. Did really. you know yeah. that one of the guys from Totally... But again, we don't have to follow that. I don't want to make this a running thing that we have to stick with I'll or remember the mythology of. I'll try to forget yeah. the only thing that I remember so far. <laughs> Did you know that I so I went on Totally Beverages mm-hmm. and sometimes Hot Sauce once mm-hmm. uh, some years ago. Did you know that one of the hosts of that show has a cat that he adopted from you that I think, if I remember correctly, is named Jordan? My mind is blown. That's real now. because for a while you were fostering kittens. Oh, th- uh, this was this was uh, a long my, time. My ago. roommate was. Oh, okay. Yeah, but is it named Jordan? I think it was named Jordan. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, great. <laughs> I think there were that. two, and one was named after your former roommate. One was named after you. Yeah. And I, I think he, he, the one that he adopted was named Jordan. Oh, wait, this was, yeah, I think when the fostering was happening, this was before I was uh, prepared for any sort of responsibility. <laughs> uh, you did okay. I remember you speaking fondly of those foster cats that oh, were in sure. your house. Oh, sure. I enjoyed them. Uh, but yes, uh, that's, that's oh, and it is named Jordan, so it's just hanging out? I think it's still named Jordan. Okay. I mean, we're going to get angry emails from Christian, sure, who loves listening to that show all the time instead of doing his work here at MaximumFun.org. Or wearing an appropriately themed t-shirt. You know, we have a whole closet of t-shirts. Can I have a t-shirt? Yeah, you can have a t-shirt. Absolutely. I appreciate that. No problem. Glad to help. All right. You know what it's going to say? 
not totally beverages and sometimes hot sauce. I'll tell you that much. It's good. It's better than a naked torso I'm currently wearing. I need a shirt. You know what? Your torso looks great, Mike. You are selling your torso short. I, it's just the way I'm seated. I, I, I only look down and see belly, and it's just it's just hard not to focus on that. <laughs> Mike, you look gorgeous. I assume. Oh, that's so that's so nice of you. And I think, it's insincere, but I mean it. Oh, God. And I think we didn't think anything of it because you had that beach towel slung over your shoulder when you came in. Like, yeah. Oh, this guy's just coming from you the know, beach. I picked that up at the door. I don't, I don't know whose that was. Really? So yeah. someone just left. Kristen, did you leave your beach towel by the door? Kristen left his fucking beach towel. So let's talk about some mistakes that Christian is making sure. that Brian would not be making. Number one, rival podcast t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Number two, leaving his towers. Towels. And his towers. His towers of towels. His towers of towels. His towel they towers. Could, they could be being invaded by orcs as we speak. Hither and yon. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Well, he won't be doing that because I took the towel and I'm not giving it back. It's mine now. I'm starting to regret. I went to lunch with Christian's parents this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to regret speaking highly of him. Oh, boy. Was it like an intervention? I, For Christian's, yeah, it was for Christian's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't known her long, but long enough to know that she had a yeah, problem. She had a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Jordan, I think that when it comes down to it, the guys from T-Bash will be glad to help us fight this what super vampire. What is that podcast? It's a pot. Look, Mike, this podcast, our podcast is not about what they, this is not an opportunity to promote their podcast. I'm so sorry that I'm curious about the thing that keeps <laughs> despite coming up. What Christian, <laughs> despite what Christian, despite what Christian What a crazy position to, to think. think. You should just hear the acronym T-Bash and Jordan, know what we're talking about. Jordan, don't you dare okay. take Mike's team. <laughs> sure. You might as well go sit out there with Christian, Jordan. That's whose team you're on, ultimately. You're you're turning into a real super vampire. (laughs) (laughs) If you're not careful, people are going to team up against you. I'll tell you one thing. I've definitely decided to know more things from now on. Got to know anything else at all. Totally Beverages and Sometimes Hot Sauce is a podcast about uh, a a podcast about food, about (laughs) drinks, and sometimes hot sauce. So Mm. they. I went on and I we talked about root beers. We did a root beer taste test. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but then sometimes they do cocktails or whatever. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they have hot sauce. You've been, you've been on that show, haven't you? Tons of fun. Yeah. There, it's a blast. Something in me just got very angry that it was that literal. Something Really? Something oh. in me was just incensed. What did you want it to be about? Anything. Supreme Tax Court politics. politics? Sure. Yeah. Tax politics? Well, yes, of course. <laughs> H&R Block versus Jackson Hewitt? Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Absolutely. man. That's a fucking Max Fun podcast we need to get into. Mm-hmm. Quick tax return battle. Sure. Quicken. Yeah. If, if you're feeling enterprising. Yeah. yeah. Anything, any Intuit products. <laughs> Quicken, sure. Quick Tax, QuickBooks. Yes. Quick whatever, Jordan. Sure. And let's bring Mint in on this. Nestle's quick. <laughs> yeah. Quick Quicksilver, the Avenger sometimes. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Get him in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a summertime thing that I'm about to do. Oh, I'm excited about that. You are ready. As you sit before me, Jordan, mm-hmm. you're looking real summer boy. Thank mm-hmm. you. You are summer bois to the max. Summer boy detective, <laughs> I, I might add. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. you could combine those. Yeah. I guess you could. You got those. you're wearing a you're wearing a short sleeve shirt with fish on it. Mm-hmm. It is a fun shirt. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's so many fish. Yeah, 
I've uh, been taken as one of Jimmy Buffett's concubines. <laughs> he's, yeah, it, wi- he's whisking me away to Pirate's Cove. Is his oh whole God. is his whole business empire run by vampires? <laughs> it is, yes. I'm glad we're making this mythology more complicated. <laughs> is that in my position as vampire princess, I am also uh, uh, legally required to help run Jimmy Buffett's business empire <laughs> and to make love to him in Pirate's Cove. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think everyone, it's not complicating things that much. I think everyone knew that mm-hmm. Buffett was a vamp lord. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, no, he's he's one of the few humans we've made an alliance with. Oh, yeah. but, it's a, but it's a more of a peaceful, easy alliance. <laughs> yeah, it's a, five, a little five o'clock somewhere <laughs> treaty that we signed. Fair enough. Okay. Um, so yeah, I am. Uh, I'm about to take one of my first ever like total nature vacations. Really, I'm gonna go see a good high school buddy of mine who lives in Alaska. I feel like when you go on vacation, usually you're going to New York City, you're going to Chicago, you're sure. going to Las Vegas. A, and, yeah, and you know, a place where I could get a famous burger. Right. That's all. That's basically my one. I think we've established, if we've established anything on this show, yeah. it's that Jordan travels from town to town asking locals what their famous burger is and then consuming then going it. Going to eat it. Uh, so, yeah, I have a buddy who lives in Alaska and, uh, in you know, out there. You know, he lives out there in Alaska. What are we talking about? Ketchikan? Well, I'm flying into Fairbanks and then we're just driving out there. Oh, really? Mm hmm. Will we hear from you again? Maybe not. Okay. I may die. I don't know if I'm equipped for that. Uh, equipped for death? I yeah, think I don't we know all if I'm are, Yeah, that's true. <laughs> as soon as we're born, yes. we're equipped for death. It's the title of the least successful Jimmy Buffett album. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this one got real dark. It got real dark. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think I've ever, I've never done a vacation. Kick back, relax, and let the darkness take you. <laughs> yeah, and wait for the Reaper. <laughs> um. So yeah, I've, and I think all we have planned are nature-related things. Really, we got some hikes, we got some camps, we got some hot springs. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do have you done? Now I've heard you tell me. We've known each other for a long mm-hmm. time. I've heard you tell me about uh, like hiking, like urban hiking. Mm-hmm. Is this something? It's called parkour, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> and it's more of an urban gymnastic. But yes. <laughs> Um, uh, I mean, is this something that you've done in your regular life? Like on a Sunday, mm-hmm. do you ever go trunning? And what's trunning? Trail running. No, I don't do that. Derek Jeter has special shoes for it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are the toes individualized? I don't think so. I okay. don't think he went that far. Mm-hmm. Trunning seems like some sort of advanced sex move. I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, I agree. if I'm Derek Jeter... You won't believe how fucking advanced my sex moves are at this point. Either they're advanced or completely uh, developmentally crippled. And they're all sorts of specialized footwear and handwear and all sorts of Yeah, (laughs) And it's gloves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How long after Derek Jeter dies can we talk about that urban... Uh, that urban legend that when he da- ejaculates, he says, yeah, jeets. <laughs> How long before that's appropriate? I re- I'm reminded of a, of a popular rapper. Please. Shall remain nameless. Mm-hmm. Who was... It's, it's Jay-Z. It's Snow. <laughs> <laughs> the informer himself. Think what you will. Okay. Um, 
uh, who has who it's been said that when he ejaculates says, "I'm transforming." Oh, yeah! Wow! Great performance, by the way. Yeah, no, yeah. I had to I had to commit. This is a yeah. pretty spectacular vanilla ice <laughs> Stop, collaborate, and listen. <laughs> and then transform. There you go. Wow, That's that is an amazing thing to yell when one ejaculates. Yeah. Is that something you prepare your partner for? Of course not. And you just spring it of on them. Of course, because then you can't even have the act if you tell them that. They're going to leave. You know when, what I mean? my, when my wife was in college, her housemate uh, in uh, residential housing mm-hmm. there at college – uh, had a boyfriend who, while plowing her, mm-hmm. uh, would enthusiastically yell, and every time, <laughs> so the whole house could hear. Yeah. This is like a house. The train's coming into the station. No. Yes. Wow. It was all they could ever talk about. The trains coming unless into she was the in the room. Station. Did the trains coming into the station. It would seem that you would uh, tease this person about this nonstop whenever he came into the room. <laughs> no, these are the Sarah coming. Lawrence students. They don't. Uh, yeah, I see. they're they're very they're very polite. Yeah, I see. They don't want to impede them living their truths. Yeah, these are future lady lions here. Sure. Do you think he wore a little conductor's cap? I'm I'm almost certain he did. You mean on his dick or no. on his head? <laughs> Two of them. Little one and a big one. And unfortunately, I can only think about Shining Time Station right now. Which oh. is just, I'm just completely messed up in the hip. Yeah. Well, you should have never fucked George Carlin. <laughs> you know what? I've been thinking maybe I should have Although done that. it was worth it for the story. Sure. I mean, for the story. I mean, if you're not going to get Ringo, yeah. the next best thing you could do is get George Carlin. Absolutely. Same so, outfit. Was Alec, Alec Baldwin one of those guys for yes, a while? he was. He was? I yeah. miss that com- Alec I miss Baldwin, that I think, completely. is a later one. Wow. Yeah, I think he was a later one. I think of of the of those three guys, I may be going Baldwin. Really? Yeah. If you're talking about getting plowed, yeah, I gotta go Carlin, man. Okay. I just for whatever he might yell while he's ejaculating, it would probably change my life. Yeah. Is yeah. it like? Is it like hippie Carlin? Is it like I need, loves to play word games, Carlin? I need the Carlin that I first came into contact with on television, which mm-hmm. was. Old guy Carlin, but not as old as oldest old guy Carlin. He was like right late fifties, probably. You're talking about like a uh, Bill and Ted Carlin, mm, exactly yeah. that. That wow. Carlin, I would let fuck me. Yeah, Long man. leather duster. I mm-hmm. guess my concern with Baldwin is that he's unpredictable. Like he's the prettiest. <clears throat> There's oh, yeah. no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But he's oh, unpre- pretty boy Baldwin. But he's unpredictable. He's known for his tempestuous nature. Mm-hmm. And I'd be concerned that he'd get upset with me. And he would do something rage-filled in the moment that could permanently injure you. Yeah. That's true. Mm. That's my concern with Baldwin. Well, I guess I just like to live on the edge. Fair enough. It's where, I, where I'm most comfortable. I'm pretty sure Ron- Ringo isn't sexual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? He probably just did it too much in the 60s and 70s. And I Jordan, just, I yeah. want to get I, back. I, I, I think you're right. I think you're right, Mike, of it. If, of like, yeah, just between Ed Sullivan and... You know, singing and, on a rooftop. And, and let it the be. Be- yeah, yeah, the Beatles just had so much weird sex. They're like, yeah, we're done, right? Uh, he's got really specific tastes now. Like, he can only come if he's replying personally to a fan's letter. <laughs> <laughs> and, and wearing and wearing the Mr. Conductor outfit. Yeah, you're right, exactly. Um, I want to get back to sure. your nature trip, Jordan. Mm-hmm. But I do want to introduce one more sexual thing. Please. Of baseball's most legendary shortstops. Mm-hmm. There was a report that A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez, 
the now third baseman, first baseman designated hitter of the New York Yankees, then shortstop, mm-hmm. would... And Christian, make sure that it was A-Rod and not Jeter, because it might have been Jeter. Would have one-night stands, would send mm-hmm. <clears throat> would send the women home in his car... This is Jeter. This is Jeter. From my memory, it's Jeter. Yeah. Okay. Then this was like reports in real newspapers. Like, it sounds so ridiculous that it seems like it couldn't have been in real newspapers, mm-hmm. but it was in real newspapers. This was what that team did after Spotlight, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So he would send women home in cars the next day or that night, and in the car would be a gift basket with an autographed baseball. Jeter? Mm-hmm. Derek Jeter. Mm-hmm. A gift basket with a Derek Jeter autographed baseball. For women, he had shared the most intimate physical act that two people can participate in together. That's kind of amazing. It is. Where do you order it? You know, how do you even get it manufactured? I know. Yeah, do you yeah, just yeah, call yeah. Harry and David? Yeah. And say, hey, I, I need- uh, hi. Can I talk to Harry? <laughs> this is important. You're like, I think I'm you- gonna need. <laughs> I'm going to need one of those Jeter fuck baskets. Well- I don't mean to brag, but I'm going to need several of those <laughs> Jeter fuck baskets. Now, you know, A-Rod's thing in the same, uh, the same avenue of lore was that he supposedly has a painting of himself in his bedroom where it is himself with the body of a minotaur. Yeah, that's dope. Oh, yeah. boy. You bet he does. Yeah, you man. think that's why he was juicing? He was trying to, trying to get trying to, trying, to, trying to grow those, that other set of legs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is a level of juicing is when you become a, a character from Greek mythology. Oh, okay, I think my hooves are finally coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so my question to you, Jordan, was about trunning. Yeah. That's how we got into Derek Jeter. I don't think I'll trun. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> mountain bike? I don't think – no, I don't think I'll mountain bike. I can – I mean, I'm happy to stroll along a hiking trail. Okay. Yeah. But you are you don't – I mean, how many times have you camped in the last 10 years? Like uh, overnight? Twice. Yeah. 10 years. So, yeah, and this this buddy of mine, I mean, we grew up together uh, in Orange County, which is uh, uh, not filled with nature. But he's no, been living uh, up there. Filled for... with Bennigan. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which you know, to be fair, yeah. survival is very tough inside of Bennigan. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It be. It's martial you law. Find, you got to find something edible. Yeah, you got you to forage for bacon bits. You know, something horrifying was that you said filled with Bennigan. So then I imagined a place with more than one Bennigan. So yeah. I got really scared. Oh, yeah, like a Bennigan's across the street from Bennigan? Oh, my God. There's the. Like Worcester, Massachusetts. There's the nice Bennigan's and then there's that old Bennigan's we don't go to anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My grandparents used to take me to a pie restaurant. Mm-hmm. What's that called? Mer- Mary Callender's? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm, then I'm also guy. to a front, like an Old West themed restaurant. Claim, Claim Jumpers. jumpers. Yeah. yeah. I didn't That's even know those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Claim jumpers wasn't that bad. I like the pies at both places. I'm a big pie guy, so yeah. those, oh. both those places are salvaged by pies. Do you have a Do you have a favorite chain pie? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like I like any kind of pie that's not fruit, and and okay. then they have really yes. I don't like fruit pies. I think fruit pies are disgusting. I think cooked fruit is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like any sort of like cream pie. You know that fruit pie. pies are the top pie category. I know so that as those a pie are guy, <laughs> I also know that those are awful, and the people who like them are weird. I ate the other day mm-hmm. 
not only I've had two pie experiences recently. Yeah. All right. Not to turn this into totally pies and sometimes trunning. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I uh tea past. <laughs> I ate a banana cream pie recently. Yes. That's a nice that's exactly. a nice pie. I was yeah. not ready. I was like banana cream pies, it seems like a joke pie. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't even seem <laughs> like a real pie. Like, like a pie that's like just made to hit somebody to in a the joke face about pies. Got it. And I, mean, I, I ate think, this banana I think it cream is pie at once a spectacular eating pie, but also if you need to give some, you know, stuffy aristocrat, uh-huh. you know, take them down a peg. Take them down exactly. I mean, there's no better throwing pie than a banana cream. So it's light, so it, you can get some thrust. This you don't banana- have all that cooked fruit weighing it down. <laughs> this banana cream pie was one of the best things I ever ate. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Bright Spot mm-hmm. in uh, oh, Echo, Echo Park. Excellent sure. pies in the Bright Spot. Yeah, very nice pies. Excellent yeah, pies. so that banana cream pie was fantastic. It had whole bananas in it. Mm. Like the at the bottom. Chopped up banana. No, like whole bananas. Like a whole banana? Yeah, whole like, bananas. Like, like uncut. Peel like like a big pie. And imagine... Imagine like uh, imagine those kind of uh, car rims that have a thousand spokes. Imagine the spokes are whole bananas pointing outward. I'm so not down with this pie. But anymore. here's the thing: <laughs> you're done with the pie. I'm done I'm, with that pie. Now sure. here's the thing, Mike. You would think, right? You would think that that's a recipe for disaster to make a car rim out of whole bananas. I am ready to vomit right here where I sit. And I can understand that, Mike. Mm-hmm. I understand that 100%. My heart is with you. I'm writing a card to you right now, <laughs> letting you know how sympathetic I am with your situation. However, I have to report, this pie was hella good. Mm-hmm. Uh, this pie was... He said hella, which means he means it. <laughs> hella good. Fair. Oh, yeah. Oh. In fact, I'm going to upgrade this pie. This pie was hells of good. Mm. Oh. Ooh. That's mm. how serious this pie was. I believe wow. it. I have not had their banana. I've had their uh, peanut butter pie, no. which is... Uh, nope, you're not I, doing that? I don't know. Okay. I'm a little... Too I thought you were open to all pies no, except for cooked very I'm open, narrow I am open of... to all pies that <laughs> I have decided that I like already. That is what I am open <laughs> okay, to. Okay, top three pies. Oh. Because I want to I have... Before we continue to discuss pies, I want to have parameters. I don't well, okay. want to upset you. You're I like our guest. chocolate cream pie. Sure. Right. I like banana cream pie that does not have... Horrific whole bananas. <laughs> that's just ah, that's crazy madness. Um, and what other kind of cream pies? Coconut cream pie. Key I'm lying to key lime pies. Is lemon meringue pie? I can get into. Mm-hmm. I just do not like whole fruit okay. on my pie. Okay. Well, this pie was fucking great. <laughs> that's number. That's pie number one. Uh, pie number two uh, was a McDonald's apple pie. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think I had ever had before. That ain't uh, no pie. <laughs> it's a, some kind of weird hand pie. It's, sure. <laughs> it's baked. It says that on the outside. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a hot pocket pie. They used to be boiled. I think. I is think why when they I when that. I was a kid, they called them they called them fried pies. Oh. And I think now in the you know in the era of health consciousness, know, health consciousness that is such a. An absurd phrase, fried pie. Like even well, it if sounds it is, really good. Sure, right, yeah, yeah. But it does sound like a you know county fair challenge thing. But it's a ty- it's a regional food, right? Isn't that a southeastern United States of fried hand pie? No, I don't know. I think that's a thing. Yeah, also like a, sounds like a sex move. Yeah, <laughs> like an empanada <laughs> kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, the uh, the McDonald's pie. So I'm not I'm not even eaten at McDonald's in a really long time. I don't know how many years. But we were in Massachusetts on the Mass Pike. Mm-hmm. The only restaurant is McDonald's. They have the same restaurant at every 
every uh, tra- traffic oasis. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had some chicken McNuggets, which I enjoyed mm-hmm. very much. And uh, I had that McDonald's pie. I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed that McDonald's hand pie. I have not had them since they stopped being called fried pies. Something less appealing about them to me. I'm not going to recommend that people go to McDonald's mm-hmm. to get one. Mm-hmm. But if you're at McDonald's and you think, I wonder if that pie is gross or kind of tasty, <laughs> the answer is, eh, it's kind of tasty. Have they gotten any better at the temperature control of these, these mm, hand pies? Because mm-hmm, that was always a problem mm, with me. Mm-hmm, you touch it, mm. feels perfectly edible. Better jam my tongue in it without <laughs> uh, any regard for what temperature this goo inside might be. Right. And, yeah, yeah, so it has Something a, about the design yeah, seemed to... Yeah, it has a lattice top. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be concerned about steam being trapped inside the pie uh, and keeping the innards hot. So it, it does have room for the heat to vent. Okay. Yeah, so it's l- much less of a concern than I think it was when it was a deep-fried hand pie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all I have to say. You know, some people some people say I'm a smug elitist, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Not when it comes to McDonald's hand pies. What's a smug elitist, <laughs> me. Is that a, is that a, I like I like to give that as one word, like a Dr. Seuss word. <laughs> a smug elitist. Yeah, it's like a machine mm-hmm. where you turn a crank and it throws apples. Mm-hmm. Smug elitist. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys what your top outdoor vacations have been. Did you any of has any, have any of you guys seen this? new film called Swiss Army Man. I have I've seen, heard a lot about I have it. seen, I saw Swiss Army Man last night. I saw Swiss Army Man a few days ago and whenever we talk about this nature vacation, all I can do is have flashbacks of this movie which I think is still, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but it's still fucking with me in some way. And I've seen it like four <laughs> days ago now. So if you've not heard of this movie, this is a movie about Paul Dano mm-hmm. who is stranded on a desert island. He can finds, I, can I interject here just please. to put, set Mike at ease? Mm-hmm. So you are allowed to say fucking. Uh, my only concern is you're not allowed to admit weakness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I should just leave now. Just and you're not reference. allowed to badmouth desserts. It's yeah. My, my whole shtick is, is being weak. So Paul, Paul Dano, Jordan, sorry. Uh, he's stranded on an island. He finds the corpse of Daniel Radcliffe, who may or may not be playing himself. Unclear. Uh, that is unclear. Uh, I didn't even think about that. The corpse Thank starts you. talking, and it turns out the corpse has many uses, like starting fires. Do you have any interest in seeing this movie, Jesse? So far, it doesn't sound that good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, yeah. Yeah. You mean, like, can you ruin it for me? Well, we have tens right. of thousands of people listening right now so who may not have I'm seen I'm asking this movie. you, would you, can we ruin it for all of them? I, I think no, these are all, these are all, these are all trailer things. I think yeah, okay, I didn't see a trailer, knowledge. so I yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. know what had already previously been ruined. Yeah, anyway, so it's a, it's a fantastical, uh, um, uh, magical realism type movie. Uh, you know, this corpse comes back to life. He uh, starts starting fires and propelling himself with farts, and uh, it's a, it's a, a a cutesy romp in the woods. Anyway, yeah, the the end, and I, I'm not going to give away the end, but but it's like the end of Birdman, where it's like, was it real? Mm. Was it real? Mm. Mm. That is, you might have to cut this whole part, but damn it, yeah. Ugh. We'll we'll discuss when there's not a audience, <laughs> okay. a, a, a an internet audience who is already uh, on a bloodthirsty hunt for spoilers, so okay. they can be mad about them. When you said uh, the when you said the end of Birdman, and I swear this is real, mm-hmm. I didn't. It took me twenty seconds to get to thinking about the movie Birdman 
the whole time I was talking about, I was thinking about Birdman, mm-hmm. like uh, the Charlie Parker? rapper and hip hop impresario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> thought he had died in an ambiguous that way. That guy, talk about haunting. What? That guy has haunted ever since. I don't know if either of you guys have ever seen this Lil Wayne documentary that came out of five years ago. That was fantastic. Yeah, really yeah, great, really great documentary called The Carter. I don't remember what it was called. I'm going to say it was called The Carter. But, but it's I'm, where they kept be. showing him recording like on tour, like having his studio <clears throat> rig and like setting yes. up. Every, it was amazing. And amazing it, yes, it was an amazing com- it was amazing combination of a testament to the artistry of Lil Wayne, like the brilliant genius. And this was him at the basically at the peak mm-hmm. of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, the brilliant genius of Lil Wayne and just the crushing sadness of the fact that clearly his life and uh, – his life was slightly out of control, maybe had always been out of control. Uh, he was clearly a drug addict, and it was really messing with him. Like, it's a really intense right. movie. Mm-hmm. But by far, much more than much more than Wayne always having a giant styrofoam cup full of codeine cough syrup. Stacked. Two cups stacked. Yeah. That, that full. Yeah. Besides... How are the, wait, how are they stacked? I'm, I'm just... One's I'm, cut, I'm the bottom's cut out of one... Oh boy! And they're stacked so that so that the liquid inside can be even taller. Oh boy! Yeah. Okay. So always. Mm-hmm. So, but that was not even it. Just the cold, dead eyes of Birdman. Mm-hmm. The number one stunner is so sad and terrifying. Like he just looks like, like, and I want to be clear. Like the kind of terrifying. Even though I'm about to say that he looks like he could kill you as soon as think about you, I don't even mean that the terror is like of a physical threat. It's like existential. Right. Like he is like a he is like a black hole that good things go into and never come out of in mm-hmm. this movie, and it's horrifying. Anyway. He's been haunting me for a long time. I thought that you thought that we yeah. may have been talking about Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. Yeah, mm. there you go. And well, a, I was in the end of the Adult Swim series. A haunting, yeah, <laughs> a haunting reappropriation of Hanna Barbera animation. Yes. Yeah. Um, but sorry, Jordan, I actually saw a uh, Romp in the Woods movie myself this weekend, mm. The Hunt for the Wilder People. Did you see that movie? Oh no, I would like to. It looks really funny. It was. Fucking great. Yeah. Mm. It was so great. It was really funny and mm-hmm. very moving. Like, very emotionally captivating. Like, I had really liked uh, Taika Waititi directed it. Yeah. Speaking of vampires. Very fun name to say. Yeah. Just speaking of vampires, he and <clears throat> Jermaine Clement and some other people made uh, the very funny faux vampire documentary, What We Do in Shadows. Um, but this movie is very different in tone. He made this other movie called Boy a few years ago uh, that I thought was really great, but maybe had a few little rough edges on it. Um, and this movie was like, I, and I, like I said, I really thought it was, that movie was great. This movie was like that, but like where ev- all that, like it was just total mastery of the same kind of things that you were talking about. That kind of like, uh, a relationship between kind of silly, funny things and fantastical things and actual feelings that really knocked me on my butt. I don't want you to think that Swiss Army Man is like that though. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah. Like it is. It, it asks you to take a leap very early on that kind of removes your ability to really even enjoy the sweetness. Okay. You know, it's asking you to really, really go somewhere. Well, let's, uh, Jordan, we got to take a break. So okay. let's take a break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the woods. You got it. 
We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. The three of you enter a cave of a big red dragon and is standing over a hoard of precious golden rubies. And he says, what do you do, adventures? I'm a dragon man. I cast fire on him. It's very good. I address the red dragon to say, us, we're the hosts of The Adventure Zone, a podcast about family playing Dungeons and Dragons. Very good synergy. Commit to the bit. I, I, <laughs> I roll to charm new listeners. It is very effective <laughs> against all odds. Everybody, we're the Macroids. We host the Adventure Zone. It's a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons together. It's a comedy podcast. We don't take the rules too seriously because there's a lot of them and we did not take the time to learn them. Maybe listen to us. We come out every other Thursday on the Maximum Fun Network. You can find us on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. I think this promo is a critical hit. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Mike Eagle, who does not have a title at the moment. Yeah, well, I mean, you have your you have an open Mike Eagles right there in your rap name. Yeah, but I wanted something room appropriate like you guys have and snappy and cute. Mm, yeah, you are going to – well, I mean, I'm not saying Banana Cream Mike is uh, – <laughs> I'm I'm not saying that's the answer, but I'm saying, you know, that's the ballpark we're playing in here. If there were a banana cream pie here, even if it was the one that you described that I think is gross. I kind of feel like that pie might be in the freezer right now. Kristen, can you confirm can you confirm or deny that? Yeah, Christian's going to go check if that pie is That would have been freezer. so great if he could if check that. If it is, Christian, take it out. He can't hear us anymore. That, but that would have been so great if he could ch- somehow check that. On his laptop too, if, <laughs> if there was still a pie. Oh, if you get one of those, if you get one of those, Kristen Kristen Bell fridges. <laughs> Wait, Kristen Bell, Kristen Bell got that kind of fridge? There's a yeah, there's a there's a set of commercials out starring Kristen Bell, Kirsten Bell, Kristen, Kristen Bell, and Dax Shepard mm-hmm. as celebrity couple Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. <laughs> They're so good at that, and they are advertising a new smart fridge. Uh, it's really more of a hub for your home. Via Samsung, uh, and this is a this fridge has a giant iPad on the front, and you can use it to leave notes for your celebrity what husband. Does Samsung uh, want to make everything. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand why Samsung is one of those Asian conglomerates that like starts out making hard candies, right. and then all of a sudden their their focus is. Timber and motorcycles. Yes. Sure. And then they get into electronics and they control the world. They seem so inefficient. That used <laughs> to be Japanese out, companies, but now Korean. Out, yeah. They started out making uh, pornographic playing cards for sailors, and now they make wind turbines. Jesus yeah, Christ. exactly. I think that's exactly where we're at. So I feel like we should get one of these. I would get yeah, anything but I think that Dax Shepard and Kristen Shepard told me to get. A part of the appeal. Kristen, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell, comma, hyphen Shepard. Yeah. I don't know how are she Are they likes married? Them. They are married. Yeah. They are married and they, Quite they genuinely too. love each other. Oh, Man, wow. I interviewed Kristen Bell. And, you know, sometimes when if you uh, 
if you're fond of a film or television personality and you meet them in real life, it just reminds you that they're a real person and kind of like, and you've been interacting with this media confection. Um, And so you don't have to worry about thinking of them as something other than a real person. Uh, I don't think there was a second that I was talking to Kristen Bell that I did not have a crush on Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell is so Or that it was growing more and more the entire time. She was so pleasant and bright and adorable. Gosh. I couldn't handle it the whole time. I was flipping out. Who was the gal who was um, one of the stars of Heroes who was also a very attractive blonde uh, gal? Hayden Panettiere. I met her. How'd that go? At one of my rap shows. Okay. She was wearing wig and pretending as if nobody would know it was her <laughs> she was with a handler and we talked for a long time and then she asked me where another one of my other buddies rap shows was and we went to it so she could buy weed from him <laughs> wait she wanted to buy so she doesn't even buy weed from a rapper's weed guy, she'll only buy it directly from a rapper. Well, this rapper also happened to be a weed guy. You know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're indie, you know. we gotta... So you don't, these are not separated duties right. on your team well, we gotta... as they would be if we were talking about Busta Rhymes and Spliff Star. I am a rapper slash podcast. Was it a Spliff Star? <laughs> was it a Spliff Star concert? No. Was... Because if it was a Spliff Star concert, I would say, let's go to the Spliff mm-hmm. Star concert. He's carrying. No, no. It was just another one of my buddies who's mm-hmm. at the exact same level as me. Mm-hmm. But his other hustle is that he sells weed. He sells all sorts of drugs, but he definitely, <laughs> sells, weed. He definitely also sells weed. That is, that and he also, he also sells those fundraising candy bars. <laughs> <laughs> yes, with mushrooms in them. Yes, yes, he does. Only take half of this fundraising candy bar. <laughs> right. This is a very... It's very potent and, by and helps a lot of kids I mean, uh, go to for soccer my camp. Rent. Yeah. I have a question about this, Mike. Uh-huh. When this acquaintance sold weed <laughs> to television and film star Hayden Panettiere, allegedly, allegedly, if she wants to sue me, please validate my story. That, <laughs> that would be great. Awesome. Yeah. Um, do you charge extra or give a discount? I'm pretty sure he gave a discount because he was definitely trying to hang out with her. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'm pretty I mean, sure. Who I, he might not have charged her at all. I wasn't a party to the transaction. Mm-hmm. People on film and television uh, are so good looking that it's almost upsetting. It sure. was it, That night, it was problematic. And I'm a, I'm a, um, a happily married man. Mm-hmm. But gosh, I want to hang around that girl longer. <laughs> <laughs> gosh. It's very weird. And it's Even weird, in a like, weird wig. <laughs> no, especially. A bunch of the folks from our office went to see Jeff Goldblum's jazz combo recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was unable to be there. I was out of town. But uh, he, he has a jazz combo that plays here in Los Angeles uh, once a week when he's in town. Mm-hmm. And... We, I had once, I once saw Jeff Goldblum on the street in New York when he was making uh, Law and Order or whatever it was that he was working on, one of the CSIs. I can't remember. But uh, the thing that I remember thinking about Jeff Goldblum is my first thought about Jeff Goldblum would never be what a handsome guy, mm-hmm. uh, which is not to say that he, I wouldn't think of him as ugly, but just that he was a sort of medium amount guy uh, who was more distinctive than he was attractive. Yeah, I mean, I think he he. He was he became famous in a weird time in media mm. where there were a bunch of 
weird-looking guys who we were supposed to believe were handsome. <laughs> I think Vince Vaughn is the other one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, but then you meet Jeff Goldblum in real life. Mm. All you can think about is how handsome this man is. Yeah, wow. sure. It's very upsetting to me. But does he? But I imagine that he also has what I would describe as like a nuclear charm. Yeah. Mm. Now, does, it's, yeah. Yes. A tractor beam of sorts. Now, does that make somebody more attractive than maybe they physically are on their own? All I know is I walked past the man on a street corner in New York City, and I had to go buy larger pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that as a happily married heterosexual man <laughs> who prefers tight pants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I already wear balloonish pants. Uh There was plenty of room. And I frankly have a small penis, so it shouldn't have been an issue. It was was trying to get his attention. I became so erect. Mm -hmm. So aroused was I by – he was very handsome is my point. Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, yeah, I think that that cheesecake shot of him in Jurassic Park is such a weird thing. (laughs) And it's – Wait, there's a cheesecake shot of – I haven't seen Jurassic Park since it was like in movie theaters. Uh, Christian, can you? This is something I feel like we need to see. Can we? Can you Google Jeff Goldblum shirtless Jurassic Park? Christian's too busy cutting himself a slice of pie right over here. And oh, perfect segue. I want to let you go. Both know I consider cheesecake a pie. I think that's reasonable. Yeah, okay, good. That's reasonable. That's one. Yeah, I've, you're I've not, had, we're not gonna. I've had real fights on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? The internet uh, yes. took something personal. Would you believe it? Just uh... Mike, I'm the sidekick on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. <laughs> so if you think I haven't dealt with nerds' weird systems, <laughs> mm-hmm. weird taxonomies you're that right. will be defended to the death, you are. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm from I'm familiar with it. So Jordan, okay, I think Christian's holding this up. Oh my gosh! Oh wow! I am I am. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks pretty good in there. I mean, I think that exists in some liminal space between beefcake and weirdo. Uh huh. You know, it's but a, isn't that the perfect intersection? Maybe it is. Like maybe that is part of his appeal. Like Crispin Glover pumping iron. <laughs> sure, exactly. Go. Betty pumps a little. Or how yeah. juiced J.K. Simmons is now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, boy, he's juiced. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, if we, take, if we take that shirtless photo of Jeff Goldblum. Right. Peak Goldblum. Right. Uh, you're right. I think, you know, depending on the light or if you're wearing your corrective lenses or not or, you know, what time of day it is, how the light's coming through the the, the, the curtains. You mean like a purple glow? Like bathing, a perforance. It's a purple glow someone. bathing a vampire princess. Uh, he is at once a gawky weirdo or a hunk of beefcake. So you're saying this is sort of like a what color is this dress situation? I think it might be. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I yeah, is that. Jeff Goldblum handsome or not? Should we get, should we get back to Alaska here? Because I feel like people are going to be upset. You know, oh uh, yeah, I, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. It's a vacation <laughs> I have not taken yet. Yeah, I mainly wanted to use it as a segue into talking about outdoor vacations in general. So you have got. So what kind of activities are you looking? Oh, at? Just, I just want to. I want to say. I think. I think we had a, some similar success in the community mm-hmm. talking about whether or not Jean-Claude Van Damme was hot. <laughs> yes. I want to hear from our That's listeners really who prefer men yeah. sexually yeah, or who include men in their sexual appetites. Yeah, sexuality is a spectrum. You don't have to tell me that. A I'm binary. a vampire princess, <laughs> right. motherfucker. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Uh, sorry, I got a little heated there. You know, I understand. It's, it's my a, Transylvanian blood. <laughs> it's a touchy, it's a touchy issue for you. Uh, so yeah, let's get on the floor. Just forum. don't bat out on me. <laughs> oh, I'll missed out. I still need a co-host. I can also turn into a G- mist. Jimmy, oh, really? Jimmy Buffett also needs you. Don't. Yeah, yeah Buffett I, needs me to. Those pina coladas aren't going to freeze themselves. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I want to hear. Yeah. From our listeners, it's Gold Bloom hot. Everyone is going to say Goldblum's hot. Yeah, I think we're. Yeah, That's, we're, we have a very we're pulling from a. Demo. Yeah, we're pulling from a weird sample set. If you take somebody who's just really good at something, mm-hmm. I guess really good at something that people like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you also uh, get them in good physical shape. Mm-hmm. Are they like automatically hot? You know what I mean? Like if they've like already a, earned some credit with people for sure. something else. Right. And then you also give them traps and deltoids and stuff. Are you talking about Speaker of the House Paul Ryan? <laughs> I Indeed I am. He looks like some Muppet that I keep I keep <laughs> seeing in my head, but I can't call can't the name of. So let's open that up. Which Muppet does Speaker of the House Paul sure, Ryan look like? very specific. Let's There's... see some side-by-side memes. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I would... Yeah, I've been trying to think of it so I can make one, but I guess I'll just have them beat me to it. You see that shrimp? I don't know. You guys the know that Shrimp? shrimp? Oh, yeah, the shrimp, shrimp, the like, Cajun shrimp. Yeah. Oh, that shrimp is pretty fun. Yeah, I like that shrimp. You I know, a lot of people say, that's sure, that's not an original Muppet, so, you know, it can't be a, a fun Muppet. That shrimp's pretty fun Muppet. It's pretty where, funny. Where's the shrimp showing up? I haven't... Oh, Muppets Tonight. <laughs> um, Muppets starring, uh, what's his face? Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. Um, Damn it, so I must have seen this shrimp. Yeah, he talks in a he talks in a stupid French accent. Oh wow, no, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, he's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Pretty fun Muppet. I guess I don't remember fun things. <laughs> so this is uh, so this Alaska vacation mm-hmm. different for me. Mm-hmm. There's not a you know city to go to. There's not a hotel to stay at. Mm-hmm. It's all outdoors. It's all going to be exercise and nature based. Uh, I'm excited. But uh, I have some reservations mm-hmm. as to how I'm going to enjoy, you know, a few days with no creature comforts. Uh, but, yeah, I wanted to ask you guys. Maybe you should just bring your bidet. I should just bring my <laughs> bidet. <laughs> uh, and, Mike, you got back from a European tour recently, so uh, I'm yeah, sure you've no. bidet I have not, but there are weird toilets in Austria and Germany. You know about mm-hmm. the shelf toilet? No. no. Describe the toilet. You guys don't know about the shelf. No. <laughs> oh, God, no. It's nothing. It's something to avoid, in fact. Um, the it sounds toilet... inconvenient oh, is my well, first thought. It's inconvenient to me because I have American values when it comes to poop. Mm, right. Uh, but apparently in, these, in, in, these, in this distinct area of the world, um, they, the toilet, gosh, it's hard to describe – but you know how our toilet is a bowl that's kind of like half full of water. Hey, you right? don't have to tell me about American toilets. <laughs> right, okay. I love them. So their toilet, um, <clears throat> the bowl is designed where it's mostly a bowl. Mm-hmm. And then by the front of it, there's a there's a drainage hole, which is kind of filled with water. But the toilet is mostly just bowl. And when you flush it, it flushes whatever you put in there down into the hole. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So when you defecate... Mm-hmm. It just sits there. You have to there. deal with it there. It just sits there. Like a baby's business in a right. diaper. And they prefer it because they want to be able to see what's going on with them at all times. But I think uh, that's good. Oh, it's a function of their interest in physical culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they want to make sure the, their muesli is doing what it's supposed to be doing. I am horrified. And the smell. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. There's no there's no buffer mm. between you and it. You are sitting wow. there with it. Are this you, is a really gross discussion. I'm sorry. <laughs> I are apologize. You, no, are you I mean, did you take a minute to to appreciate as the Austrians do your health vis-a-vis your stool? No, because I wasn't concerned to begin with. Okay. So, right. So you were comfortable with your stool health. Right. And and uh, I felt like if there's a problem, water wouldn't stop me from seeing it. Mm, right. Sure. You know? Yeah. Well, I agree. <laughs> so you had the shelf toilet. And this the shelf is, toilet. You know what? Uh, uh, maybe Christian can look up the shelf toilet so you guys can see it. It starts... It starts with this kind of bullshit going down in Austria and Germany. You know what comes next? Mm. Brexit. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's why you decided to get out? All Nigel Farage had to do mm-hmm. was just put up a picture of one of those toilets and say, do you want to be on this team? <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, no. All politics aside, I, I – yeah, those toilets are tough to deal with when you really got – when you got to make that business happen. Hmm. Yep, there's, there's a shelf toilet. Yeah, it's got a Thank- shelf. The shelf is inside the bowl, essentially. Yeah, Thankfully, exactly. this is a poop-free picture. That yes. Is- oh, thank I Sorry, I didn't say that explicitly. I was yes. worried I would see a poop. Yeah. Uh, what was the last outdoor, outdoor-y thing you guys did for vacation purposes? I don't go outside. You don't like it? I'm, I'm not outside now. <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to find a way to not go outside between here and home. Mm-hmm. Do you go between destinations using a secret series of underground tunnels? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess no. No. Wink. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Got it. Got it. No. no. Okay. It. I know about no. No. <laughs> what no, I'm, I'm Jordan I'm, is that they're sky tubes. Oh, sky tubes. I'm very indoorsy. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever like what have you ever been dragged on anything that you haven't been wanting? When to I was do? a child, okay. I, I was forced to go camping. Yeah. And I decided I will never do this again on my own free will. <laughs> Really? Mm-hmm. And when you say you were forced to go camping, you mean once or repeatedly? A couple times by my dad and, and you know, and step family at the time, yeah. And Was your dad and step family outdoorsy? My dad is. My dad is from Michigan. He's a he's a gun-toting, outdoorsy guy, you know. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm going to my wife's grand-uncle's cabin mm-hmm. this coming week. <clears throat> this week? And you know what? Uh, you know what that means to me, Jordan. Hmm. It means I'm going to do a lot of reading and cooking. <laughs> reading and cooking, Jordan. Indoors! To me, to me, a cabin <laughs> is a great vacation, specifically because there are whole parts of the day where everyone else in your family is hiking, and you're just reading mm-hmm. a book. You don't. You don't get the. Uh, I I like to do things like that as well. Mm-hmm. But I feel very guilty. If if I'm not participating in the activity, do you have children? I have a child. Yeah, so that is bad. But that's why you let your in-laws come, and they're excited to see. I mean, in this case, they're letting me come. Let's be clear; <laughs> it's their family's cabin. But uh, you know, they in this case, they are there to participate, and they are excited. They're child starved. Right. My in-laws live six hours drive away. They want to be with my children. Got it. They want to take them for hikes or fishing. That includes my brother and sister-in-law. So I say, good luck. I'll be at home making spaghetti sauce. You know what I mean? Well, and, and all I the best. The guilt sincerely, is also, Jesse. Also counterbalanced by the fact that by cooking, you've contributed something. Yeah. I well, don't that's have any what of those skills either. I mean, 
Mark Marin once said to me a line that I thought was solid gold. I don't think it was ever an exact, so, but I'm going to repeat it. Uh, he said that uh, he likes to cook at parties uh, because that way he can have all the attention without talking to anyone. <laughs> oh, my God. How brilliant is that? And that's exactly how I feel in, like, family situations. I'm completely overwhelmed by family situations because my family – my parents were divorced since I was very little – and my family was loving. I have a loving family and everything. But, like, I was my mom's only child and my dad's only child until I was seven or eight. And um, I love my brothers, too, and get along great with my brothers. But, like, it's not like my wife's family where everybody's got four kids and everybody's in a pile and they all are enjoying the scrum. Uh, and so I'm like, cool, I'll be in the kitchen Making a meatloaf. I think you just also described why I like to DJ at parties, even though I'm terrible at yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Wow. There you go. It gives I've you control and a control and acclaim. Wow. Without having to deal with social interaction. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What? Uh, where do you feel like you fail as a DJ? Uh, I don't have any of the. Not uh, enough ABBA. Play too oh, too gosh. many too too many open mic eagle songs. <laughs> Not enough, actually. Uh, no, I just I don't have any. Uh, I, I don't I don't know how to like blend things. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just like the things that have like you know you're supposed to just keep the music going in sure. some non uh, clashing way. I just play a song, you know, stop it. Play another song. It's like you're not even crossfading here, Mike. Well, I don't have the equipment for all of that. I have some software you can kind of do that, but then I start trying to do it and I mess it up, and it's <laughs> even worse than never having tried. I, Mike, I see you out there. You're you're filling the you're filling the dance floor. You're dropping the needle on a a guaranteed guaranteed club banger maybe an mf doom song absolutely <laughs> many of those i will play many of those at your party and then everybody just goes oh shit this my jam <laughs> and they're out there on the floor like all the all the girls are dancing and then the guys follow that's yeah. what happens when you play an mf doom mm-hmm. song the I, girls start dancing and the guys follow i have the least amount of regard for people dancing <laughs> you just want them to stand still and appreciate the music yes just ask me what's playing <laughs> tell me it's good <laughs> yeah, no say well i guess you can tell me hi yeah. i'm celebrity dj open mikey <laughs> <laughs> there's one thing i hate it's the one thing DJs are for. <laughs> Say I'm no good, but I love to do it. I yeah. love to give it the old try and fail. I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. I'd enjoy it too. Jordan, are you worried about this trip? Uh, no, I, mean, I think I'm most, mostly looking forward to it. Uh, and I think I'm going to try and do some like phone photography for Facebooking later. Because I think That's this is nice. unusual for me. That's what my shrink told me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, was, I, I, was, was... I was talking about how uh, I am always feel like a, a real third wheel and cabin activities. Mm-hmm. And he reminded me that I have the photography – uh, I have the hobby of photography, and that's oh, a nice thing to do in nature. Sure. And I was like, "Oh, that's a really good point. That's tight. I guess that's I guess that's why you are paid to give people uh, thoughtful advice like that." I had a therapy session today, and great. did photography come up at all? Not at, not even a little bit. But I'm wondering if that is somehow a reflection of the quality of my therapy. Mm-hmm. That photography didn't come up once. Yeah, you need you need to get with my boy. I'll hook you up, and I might need to take that email. I'll hook you up. <laughs> um, I actually just bought a cabin. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I like literally today. It's about your because you like this cabin lifestyle so much. Yeah, like I realized being at my in-laws' cabin mm-hmm. that um, 
Well, I mean, I think just like I'm, I work so compulsively that like only <clears throat> a full physical remove from my work is enough to break me of working. Sure. Mm. Especially when you consider that like even making a dumb jo- joke on Twitter or whatever is part of my work. Mm-hmm. Um, so after I managed to find a few lanes, a few cabin lanes, I realized that maybe this was some new shit for me. And now I'm like, what if I took up fishing? Mm. I bought an inflatable boat on Amazon.com. Oh, sure. Inflatable. Yeah, it's part of Prime Day. Is this a Prime Day purchase? Well, this was pre-Prime Day, man. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need that savings. I got, I got the money. I got that eighteen ninety-five. <laughs> <laughs> it's no big deal, yeah, man. Yeah, though it is kind of nice to vacation somewhere where like Wi-Fi is scarce and yeah. that there's not like other people around working. It is, it is nice to be in a place where it, it would look weird for you to be working. God, this sounds horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just got to read a book. I like books, too, but I also like Wi-Fi a bunch. Yeah, Wi-Fi's neat. I'm really into Wi-Fi. Just make sure you're going to stock this place. I mean, I don't know. Are you planning on getting wireless? Or no, there's gonna be a there's only like satellite. There's going to be – there's going to be – there's no cell phone up there mm-hmm. and there's no uh, – there's only satellite internet. We're going to get a phone line. Okay. For emergencies and stuff. Sure. But here's the, the – we actually were and talking like about – attacks? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess I mean, you're in a cabin, all... it'd be more likely to be adjacent. Back, that's only when you're sleeping is when Freddy pops up. I mean, it's I true. think either way, you know, you don't even really need an external phone line because the call's coming from inside the house. <laughs> that's true. Because <laughs> um, you're thinking of a scream attack. Okay, sorry. Which is preposterous. Um, you're going to want to prepare for Freddy attacks and Jason attacks. I uh, Hopefully I, they start attacking. We had a long discussion about how much technology to have in the house. Mm-hmm. We were thinking about whether we should have a TV in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we bought this cabin furnished. They left the furnishings in there, mm-hmm. which is good because it's real fucking hard to get furnishings to a cabin, mm-hmm. as it turns out. I like it. We started thinking about that when we... Like we we started to put an offer on this cabin, and then we're like, uh, "Can they leave the furniture there?" <laughs> it's probably also because... hard to take it out. So they were like, "Okay, you know." Yeah, like just getting a mattress to a cabin is hard, but um, yeah, and th- that's exactly what we were relying on, Mike. That they would not want to go through the hassle of right. taking it out. The furniture's not very nice either. So, <laughs> but um, there was a TV with a built-in VCR. Hey, oh combo! My God, so we're talking CRT. Big, yeah, wow, tube and uh. So and our, a wicker basket filled with VHS tapes. <laughs> so here's the thing. So our compromise was we haven't we, we like as, as as I said we're closing on it as we mm-hmm. speak. Like today, earlier today or yesterday, we close on it. So I haven't been up there Just from Amazon Prime. Yeah, so Prime Day. Yeah, since <laughs> since uh, I actually bought it on Groupon. Oh, <laughs> um, but. Uh, we haven't been up there, so I don't. I don't know that this TV is up there mm-hmm. still. But I can't imagine they would take it out. You don't even know if the cabin's up there. What are that's a good sure. point. Oh my god, that's some real Schrodinger, Schrodinger's <laughs> cat shit. Um, Schrodinger's vacation home. But like, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know whether it's up there. But I'm presuming it is because I can't imagine someone wanting to take it home with them. Right. Like, what are you going to do with it? They won't even take that as a donation at the Goodwill. So our compromise was. That we would allow VHS tapes. Okay. So I, it has taken, it's real hard to get a mortgage when you own a business. Mm-hmm. 
um, it's like impossible. If you don't have a regular, uh, I don't know if you own a house, Mike, or I don't, you, we're actually looking to buy, but, but like yeah. it's something that you will have to deal with yeah. that when you're an independent, uh, worker, especially post 2008, it's like impossible to get a fucking mortgage, even a really small one for a cabin. And so it's taken us months to buy this house. And in those months, I've, there's been kind of false starts and false closing. I mean, I get excited and in my head, I'm like packing up the car. Mm-hmm. Like I have, I don't know if either of you obsess over spatial matters, but like that's a dad thing that I have. I obsess over how the car is going to get packed up mm-hmm. ahead of time. I'm a, I'm a touring musician and also I oftentimes tour in minivans full of people and that is my position. Right. I, I am the car packer. Right. I know how the Tetris works. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the, my family a thousand percent. Now and, are you worried that if you – if you're figuring out how the Tetris works, if you pack things in perfectly, a line of it will just disappear. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a big concern. And the bags start coming. I never considered. Fast. Why are they? Where'd it go? And then if it actually did happen, it would be my fault. Yeah. Gosh. But to allay the anxiety, and the only my like one of my only anxiety coping strategies is to go to the thrift store. Mm-hmm. Now the bad news is at the thrift store, uh, VHS cassettes are five for a dollar. Oh boy. So I have literally bought, I'm going to say, 50 VHS cassettes. I, I, you know, I actually have my complete, my VHS collection from college oh, surviving wow. in, in my living room. What are your, t- tell me about your crown jewels. Uh, Magnolia. Uh-huh. Yeah. Royal great. Tannenbaum. These are great college sure. VHS uh, movies. Yeah, man, I got Fight, them. Fight Club. I, well, I did. It was, it was most, you know, kept it mostly art house. Yeah, You know sure. what I mean? But just, yeah, so all Wes Anderson and P.T. Anderson and Reservoir Dogs, I think, was the most there you go. actiony. Sure, Reservoir yeah, Dogs is, but is a, that's a good analog for yeah. Fight Club in a VHS collection from two from two thousand two thousand, and I still got them. I have them right with my DVDs and my GameCube games <laughs> that I keep all right wow. there in my living this room. Is, like this it's, is of an era, and, and my my wife is constantly teasing me, especially about the GameCube games. Yeah, she's yeah. really like like that's that's a go to joke. Yeah. Is there a GameCube? In the closet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, there's there's no longer a way to connect it to it. That was like a modern television at all. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I, I love my that's my favorite system of all time, and I don't want to give those games away because I got really good at all of them. What do you? What did you get good at? You got good at Double O Seven Agent Under Fire. So oh, that's sure, the best sure. One. Okay, yeah, and it's Tony Hawk situation. Mm-hmm. Um, the Tony Hawk situation. Well, yes, that, that was, was his <laughs> unproduced pilot. For HBO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just him ranting about the skateboarding industry. Exactly. Yeah, still trying to do that nine hundred. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so okay, so you have been doing uh, thrift store shopping for VHS. What do you got? Just buns of steel, <laughs> man. I'll tell you what, dude. Just eight buns of steel tapes. <laughs> Those would be good for the kids. The kids of. I don't mean to criticize your children's buns. <laughs> <laughs> he's got volumes uh I, one th- well it's, it's a nine he's missing volume 7. Yeah. I was hunt. like so in order to give myself some kind of a path, like some kind of clear mm-hmm. focus, I'm like I'm only buying legitimately great movies that I would watch right now. Mm-hmm. So that has helped. You know, it helps me not buy Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Like, not that Jurassic Park's a bad movie, but it's a, I would characterize it probably as a good movie, an enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm, the standard has to be that high because otherwise at five for a dollar, I will <laughs> fill the entire cabin with VHS tapes. And so that has worked really well. And I have also completely avoided anything that is like, you know, like 
I, there's no look who's talking twos. Mm-hmm. There's no like movies that are actually kind of bad or or movies that are fine but of their time that you would watch as a joke like mm-hmm. uh uh like three men and a baby. I have mm-hmm. a question for you. Yeah. Are there any movies that are probably kind of bad but you just enjoy very very much? Uh The Hunt for Red October. Okay. Yeah. That was very fair. By mm-hmm. The Hunt for Red October, uh I'll just watch that whenever. Love submarine movies. I'll watch that whenever. But there was a movie at the thrift store the other day, a tape, that it was so fucking hard not to buy, Jordan. Hmm. So fucking hard not to buy. It was called Teen Aerobics. Oh, boy. This is a – I think this is a – this is kind of a famous viral thing. Is this starring – oh, boy. There's a – I've never heard of this thing at all. Shannon Elizabeth. I don't – Someone like that. I believe that. It anyway. was – it fully looked like like you've seen Alan Thicke singing Sweaty and Hot the theme from the oh, sure uh, the theme from not. the aerobics the mm, the Crystal no. Light uh, National Aerobics Championships sorry I have not well as a musician I think you would enjoy it because it's actually a pretty good song okay <laughs> Alan Thicke pretty talented musician he was yeah you know if you're ever looking for just a fun YouTube thing Search the various years of the Crystal Light Aerobics Championships. Oh, These things are goddamn hoot to watch. Okay. They really are fun. And the and the song, the song Sweaty and Hot, mm-hmm. like I sing it in my head and I think, oh, come on, what are you doing singing that song? And then I'm like, you know what? No, I actually enjoy the song Sweaty mm-hmm. and Hot from the Crystal Light National Aerobics Championship. You probably feel better about it if, they just, if it just had a different title. I've never heard this song, though, but that just sounds like a tough thing to have to mm-hmm. say to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, why am I singing this song, yeah. Sweaty sure. and Hot? That's yeah. true. Sweaty and hot. Just call it moist and warm. <laughs> coming to the radio not. So you didn't buy Teen Aerobics. What, uh, what, what have you bought? What have you got? If you've already gotten 50 tapes... Oh, you know, fucking Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid type shit. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't know, fifty of those. <laughs> yeah, you know, I bought uh, I bought some kids things. I bought like uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and mm-hmm. Doctor Doolittle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm imagining? I'm imagining the shelf with all these on them, mm-hmm. and imagining that they all have a very very solid level of graphic design. Mm. Like it oh, seems yeah. like all of these movies are like strongly strongly packaged. Bold, yeah. There's yeah. there's a there's a lot of high quality packaging. Clamshell cases. Oh, we got clamshells. Whoa, we got okay. we got okay. deluxe clamshells, wow. Disney style. I made a um what when my fourth album came out. It's called Dark Comedy. I made uh, a, a secret VHS tape to go out with the pre-orders of mm. just like weird shit I did around town. Cool. Um, and. I was trying so hard to find some damn clamshell cases, oh, and I could not. Like, the only ones I was able to find had, like, the Cinderella inserts. You couldn't take it out. Like, yeah, yeah, you know right, I mean? right, 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 right. Yeah, it was terrible. You should have sent them out in Cinderella's. I, you know, <laughs> I just wasn't that bold at the time. I think I got I a would. Cinderella, maybe a Pinocchio. Man, you know what would be great if you could, if you could find, VHS packaging-wise, old Blockbuster case. Mm. Yeah. You could find some that are still in those old Blockbuster cases. You know what I just want to watch, though, on VHS? Mm. Three Days of the Condor. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's a good... That's pretty much all I want to watch. They'll probably even, like, look better on VHS. I feel like some of those old 70s movies, like, when they get all nice and cleaned up, kind of lose some of their... I just want to watch fucking Robert Redford movies, basically. Filthy charm. Just want to sit in a cabin and watch Robert Redford (laughs) movies and nobody bothers me. I want a little bit of those tracking lines, too. Yeah, Yeah, you you gotta have some tracking tracking lines. lines. I definitely... I see the value of, like, D... D technology connecting, 
But I feel like when I'm relaxing, I just want to have a movie streaming thing there. You know, I feel like I just want to yeah. be able to like watch a movie when it's time. I, I have a you know a thing I like to do. Uh, I'm in a lot of hotel rooms, mm-hmm. and um, one of my favorite things to do is just you know HDMI cable hook the laptop to the hotel room TV yeah. and just watch Netflix and shit. It's just like comforting, right? Yeah, like yeah. It's just, but I've found it lately there are a lot of TVs, I mean a lot of hotels that have what they call hospitality TVs. Mm. Oh, yeah. But they don't mm. let you access sure. the HDMI jack. They want you to buy their pornos. They do. They're what just... about my own pornos? Yeah, right. The ones I already like. Thank you. Yeah, he's got a curated collection. Yeah, yeah, much like your GameCube games. Yeah, exactly. All on the shelf in the it's living room. It's weird that they're in the living room, yeah. It is. I but... feel like I I do feel like it is when you when you're in a hotel Kid. and you're like poking around, like it just seems so <laughs> prehistoric to either watch live TV or pay for a movie. Yeah. I feel like a hotel TV should have Netflix. Some sort of on demandy thing, right? Well anyway. they do have on demand, but it's it's I was going to watch Hail Caesar the other day. I was uh-huh. in a Chicago hotel room, and I was like, ah, okay, I can't hook my shit up, so let me sure. see what they got. I'm like looking at all the movies, and I'm finally like, I wanted to watch Hail Caesar. I'm going to watch Hail Caesar. Yeah. And I go to press it, and it's seventeen ninety nine. Oh, no. I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? $17.99. Like, it's like a fifth of what it costs for the room. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come yeah. on. We're at the best Western right. here. Right. Oh. But so, are you also for the cabin instigating a hard copy pornography uh, policy? I think I'm just gonna be fucking. Okay, that's my cabin plan right are, now. That mm. Seems like maybe that's what cabins are mostly yeah. for. Little F in the C. Junk, junk. <laughs> C is for cabin. <laughs> okay, that's good enough for me. Thank you so much for differentiating. Yeah, yeah C thank is you for, for cabin. The, thank you for the clarity. Yeah, I'll be I'll be making love to my wife. So <laughs> C is for cabin and clarity. <laughs> Uh, Raising Arizona. Oh, oh that's a good yes, one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good VHS. Gotta uh, love Life of Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Shit you'd just be ready to watch. I'll lend you Magnolia if you want it. I don't know if I need that's to watch probably Magnolia. A two. That's, it seems that's like probably a, a two, it is two, two VHS. Two so it's one. Magnolia <laughs> and It's a Mad, 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 Mad World <laughs> are the two like essential two VHS. I feel uh, like It's a Mad, situation. Mad, Mad, Mad World might be a three G's VHS yeah, situation. Isn't that movie like three and a half? Rubber banded together. Yeah. Yeah. If you can find a a hulking stack of It's a Mad, 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 Mad World, that'd be a fun one. Yeah, I'd probably like that. I've never seen that. I'm on board. Okay, look, we've been gabbing too long. Let's take a break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hi, I'm comedian Emily Heller. And I'm cartoonist Lisa Hannawalt. And we're the hosts of Baby Geniuses. Do you want to learn weird new facts? Do you like hearing successful creative women talk about their poop? Do you want the scoop on Martha Stewart's pony? If you answered yes to any of these questions, our show is for you. We interview people like Paul F. Tompkins, Kristen Shaw, Michael Che, and more. So check us out on Maximum Fun. And let us mess up your brain. Yes, please. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Mike Eagle, banana cream pie expert. Okay, I want to, we're going to take some calls, Mm -hmm. but I want to mention something real quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is, so Brian Sonny D. Fernandez, our producer, currently based in London, England, 
Uh, Mike, you know where that is from touring. I'll, I'll explain it to you, Jordan. It's a <laughs> country. Uh, it's a country far across the Atlantic Ocean. That's mm-hmm. the one near New York, mm-hmm. where I know you've been. Mm-hmm. I'm just mentioning this because I know how uncultured you are, mm-hmm. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, although, to be fair. Your work for the Buffett Empire has taken you far and wide. Yeah, yeah, sure. I've been, been but mostly the world. airport arrivals terminals. <laughs> yeah. And various coves. Oh, true. Uh, yeah, so uh, Brian's, been, Brian's been in London, England, um, mm. uh, working on the television show that he works on. But he sent us an email yesterday mm-hmm. with two hot new teas. Hot teas? Yeah. So Brian sometimes will design T-shirts while he's producing the show mm-hmm. because it's pretty boring to produce the show. This is not something that he would care, choose to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, there's two new T-shirts. They're both limited edition. They're at maxfunstore.com right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them says, hi, my name is Duke Goobler. Who <laughs> <laughs> folks who've listened to last week's show know. Uh, Duke Goobler is our pitch for a new name for Ryan Lewis of <laughs> sure. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Is he still accepting pitches, by the way? Yeah, sure. Okay, I good. mean, if he knew what was good for him, he'd just call himself Duke Goobler. <laughs> yeah, of course. Who yeah. well, wouldn't? wouldn't? I mean, one of the big problems he had is he was having all the people address their pitches to Ryan Lewis, care of Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, Seattle, Washington State, mm-hmm. et cetera. But people would forget Ryan Lewis. <laughs> they forget what that name was. He needed. He needs a more distinctive name. Hence the reason for pitches. You're yeah, right. Yeah. So the new all Grammys in the future mm-hmm. uh, in the hip hop categories will go not to Macklemore featuring Ryan Lewis, but Macklemore and his friend Duke Goobler. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've got that Duke Goobler T-shirt on sale, and also I think there was a lot of talk from people both who had Summer Boy t-shirts and who had missed out on Summer Boy t-shirts, that given the recent changes to the Summer Boy situation, mm-hmm. uh, they required some update in the Summer Boy design. Mm-hmm. Of course, Summer Boy was previously, while non-gendered, spelled Summer B-O-Y. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Summer Boy, of course, describes the state of ultimate summerness. Mm-hmm. Uh Jordan, you took the initiative to change that last letter. Yeah, you just got to update it. So uh, this year, uh, you know, in light of what's going on on the internet, I think it should be sold B-O-I. Yeah. And you just want to keep it current, evolve or die. Certainly sometimes pronounced summer bois. You could. You could say that. Um, I'm not going to stop you. That's optional. Mm -hmm. You know, that's kind of a cherry on top situation. I think maybe whenever you're sitting on a bidet, it would automatically change to an I. Yeah. 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 Um, has that has that jet hit you? Mm-hmm. Right then. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had a um, a Birdman moment. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When you initially said that the email came with two hot teas, I was imagining like a uh, herbal teas. <laughs> like, Some what? nice tea bags. How? What kind of attachment was yeah. this? With... And when you say you had a Birdman moment, what you mean is that Birdman, of course, is famous for sending. All of the cash money recording artists, hot tea. He is. He is specifically. Manny Fresh, hot tea. Drake, hot tea. But only only Lipton's. He doesn't want to spring for anything. Yeah. More than that. Do you guys do you guys remember when they signed Tina Marie? I do remember that day. That was weird. Yeah. What was that about? Uh, I don't know. Who's that? 
<laughs> a white R&B singer from the 80s. Okay. Uh, a great one. She's uh, fantastic. Uh, often, what was her... uh, often associated with Rick James. Fire okay. and Desire was their duet. That was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, probably my favorite Tina Marie song, like a lot of people, is Square Biz. Mm-hmm. Square Biz, yeah, talking Square Biz to you, honey. You can't square, see... Square Biz. You guys can't see Jesse's uh, elbow and shoulder shake here. Yeah, I was doing a Square Biz dance. We need a That's video. called doing the biz. <laughs> we need and, a video component. Uh, yeah, so they t- Tina Marie signed uh, like a... 53-year-old Tina Marie signed to cash money uh, before she died, like two years later, but without having released any projects. I have no fucking clue what was going on there. You know, Aftermath does a similar thing sometimes. They just sign people and they're just around for a year and they don't do anything. Right. But I mean, I don't think we're talking here... About like I don't think Tina Marie is directly analogous to Bishop Lamont, right? You know or, what I mean? Or Raekwon or Buster Rhymes or yeah. But did I, I, Raekwon I, sign to Aftermath? Raekwon was on Aftermath for a second. I remember that Rakim was on Aftermath yep. because he was on uh, he, he was on uh, that uh, Truth Hurts <clears throat> song. Right. He was sounded pretty good on that Truth Hurts song. Not gonna lie. The object to fatter profit, as I recall, was one of the things on that song. I think we should talk. We should talk about Jimmy Buffett music more. I feel like yeah. Jordan, <laughs> Jordan just little, checked out. Was a little lost in her. Um, so anyway, uh, we got the summer boy tea with an I, and this year we made it white. We're flipping the script on it. Mm-hmm. As usual, available in both a tea and a tank for full summer boy action. Uh, all of that online. Two weeks only. MaxFunStore.com. Order it now. Get it while the getting's good. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were talking to me. I was gonna pull out my phone and order it. Right <laughs> yeah, order that shit, Mike. We make all the. We force all the guests to order a t-shirt. Okay, okay, I'll do, yeah, it, I'll yeah. do it. You're on the team now, yeah. Mike. This appearance is costing you whatever it takes. Whatever Twenty it takes. bucks or however much the t-shirt costs. I don't know how much it costs. I played. I played a frat in college, so I did all sorts of weird shit to be to, oh. have, to have fake friends. Okay. At one point. What's the weirdest frat thing you had to do? Can't even talk about it. That's the, oh, that's the boy. worst part. It's wow. all very illegal. Okay. Like, hazing is very, very illegal. <laughs> okay. So everybody, everybody will go to jail if if uh, we talk about. Stuff I don't that think that's to. their priority investigatively. Um, actually, frats get in trouble every year for for hazing. I don't mean to be rude. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since you were in college. It's right? true. Mm-hmm. But my fraternity we know is what still VHS active. tapes you have. <laughs> <laughs> we can pinpoint your college based on what VHS tapes that's you true. owned. That's true. That's very true. We uh, we only <clears throat> had one fraternity at UC Santa Cruz. There was a there was a couple of uh, what they call ethnic interest fraternities, fraternities and sororities. There was an Asian American one, I think, at UCSC. Uh, but they weren't like they don't like live together and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we didn't live together either. We just, really? We, you had to do pledge stuff and you didn't even live in a special house? Well, we didn't have, like, there was a house, but the house, you could, only like six people could live in a house. And there was like 30 of us on campus, so we were all spread out across the <clears> college town. There was a show called, like, Frat Life on MTV, and the frat, they started a frat at our college while we were there to satisfy the requirements of Frat Life on MTV. Mm-hmm. And uh, they stole some fish uh, that turned out to be from a pond. That turned out to be like 25 years old, these fish, oh, and yeah. worth yeah. like thousands of dollars each. Jesus. Uh, and so they all got expelled. <laughs> <laughs> and the frat got eliminated. Yeah. It was a disaster. Like they, I think, you know, this is Santa Cruz. I think they face criminal, like, uh, animal endangerment charges or whatever. 
It was raw. Okay. We got calls. We got calls. Yes, right. If you have a momentous, if something momentous happens to you, call us for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Our phone number, which you should put in your telephone, is 206-984-4FUN. We're also accepting some summer bois calls and, uh, of course, the occasional moment of shame. Let's hear what Christian's got on tap. Roll tape, Chris. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, guest. This is Marie in Nashville, Tennessee. And I just uh, decided to get myself a little something to eat at a fast food establishment. And I went through the drive-thru and everything was normal when I placed the order. And I pull around to the window and uh, got my money. And then he looked at his watch, and then he wasn't there at the window anymore. And next thing I knew, he was, like, walking out uh, through the exit that was right there by the drive-thru line. And he walks out to his car, and he just pulls out, and he leaves. And I look inside the restaurant, and nobody seems to have noticed that he's gone. And I waited a minute because I thought, well, maybe I'm just reading this wrong, but nobody came. I had to bang on the drive-thru window uh, window to get the attention of somebody. The manager comes over and is like, what's wrong? And I said, well, your guy took my money. He did not give me my food, and he just drove away. And so I got to inform the manager that his employee had just walked off the job. Um, but my lunch is free. So that's, that's pretty great. Have a great day, guys. Bye. That's yeah, worth it. Yeah, sounds like uh, she was present for someone's last straw. Yeah. It was just like, this dude's... Jordan. He was done. Jordan, I don't mean to be presumptuous here, but it sounds like she was someone's last straw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the part of the story that got left out here. I wonder how, yeah, how difficult is your fast food order? Mm. Uh, I mean, she sounds like a nice lady. I, I don't mean to presume she that sounded she was... like a real bitch to me. Oh, I don't know. Boy. I imagine Kristen Bell talking the whole time. So I was, I was <laughs> the fact that you would walk out for me. You were just Kristen walking Bell. out sunshine. I was, yeah, yeah, I was. But also, for my first thought was that is this restaurant haunted? And then my second thought was, this is not even a restaurant. Oh, maybe the people are like, yeah, we've had a, I mean, we had a drive-through here 10 years ago. Right? <laughs> right. Uh, it closed when someone died, I think 10 years ago today. She left out that the guy didn't have feet. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that the car floated into the air as opposed <laughs> to uh, drove off uh, under the road. I'd be willing to bang on the thing if it meant a free lunch. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I would bang on the thing. I think I would park and go in. I would. Park I'm not and go a. In. I'm not a scene starter, though. I'm a. I am also not confrontational. Pleasant that, doormat. So I think I would probably not bang. I don't have a banging personality. I'd probably pull my heater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aim it. Aim it in that window and say, "Don't fuck with me." Yeah. <laughs> Where's my hand pie? I bring. I bring, I bring <laughs> a gun to Arby's. <laughs> uh, let's take our next call, Chris. <clears throat> Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Bailey calling from St. Louis. I was just in the parking lot buying wine for Shakespeare in the Park, and I overheard this kid go. I don't know. I feel like this is too braggy. Yeah. A, Shakespeare in the Park. B, wine. I know. I mean, the fact that she's not... Who chugging malt liquor at Shakespeare in the Park. (laughs) This suggests a real... uh, what What do you call him, Jesse? A real coastal elitist. A real smug smug coastal elitist. Yeah. 
I kind of, you know, also, I really uh, don't like being referred to as guest. I have a name, and I feel like they should guess who, yeah, what the name is. No, Even if they don't know, they should call out, they should just, I would rather be called the wrong name. <laughs> you would rather be Karen Kilgariff. Yes. Sure. Where did this, where did this woman, too. where did this woman come from? San Francisco? I mean, this is. Probably. This is some, <laughs> one of those, one of those <laughs> homosexual enclaves. <laughs> Those, I, those, those enclaves of ivory tower homosexuality. <laughs> oh, boy. I'd love to live in one of those. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> All right, so she's okay. getting wine for Shakespeare in the yeah, Park. Yeah, so she's getting wine for Shakespeare in the Park. We get it. Only watches documentaries. Probably, we know. Probably the good shit. Probably $10 wine. Yeah, I know. This ain't no yellowtail. Mm. And I overheard this kid go, ew. See, his dad approached their car. The dad goes, bird got to poop too. <laughs> got to be the best things I've ever heard. Have a good day, guys. Get him, get him, get him. What did the guy say? The kid said, ew. And the, the dad went, bird's got to poop too. <laughs> oh, I hope wow. the kid got pooped on. That's called the birds and the bees, Mike. Mm-hmm. You'll need to know that as a father. Well, hopefully I get to hear from a drunk woman like that. <laughs> <laughs> She's drunk on power. Yeah. <laughs> She's drunk on the... And the words of the bard. <laughs> That's what I call Shakespeare. And you know, dis- Bill Shakespeare? Disgust of nearby children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I call him Billy Shakes. Mm-hmm. You know what? And Mike, you're a professional uh, hip-hop rapper, so uh, yeah. Yeah. You, can tell me, you can tell me if this seems off base, but, you know, Jordan, you know how much I love Shakespeare, right? Sure. And you're always talking about it. Now... I kind of think that in a way, Mm -hmm. Shakespeare Mm -hmm. is the original rapper. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I've heard that too. Yeah, you know, it's something that... those t-shirts you had printed up. (laughs) It's something that I've been thinking about ever since... Now, Mike, you don't know this, but I recently took a job teaching English at an inner city high school. (laughs) And these kids are tough. These kids are tough, Mike. But they're sweet, Jordan. Sure. They're sweet, too. There's something sweet inside them. You know, they've been through a lot of tough stuff. Some of them don't have the best family situations. Mm-hmm. But if I some feel them, like... Some of them, I'm sure, are pregnant. Sure. That's absolutely mm-hmm. the case. One babies of them... Babies having babies. Mm-hmm. One of them is actually Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I use whatever tools I've got in my toolbox. Mm-hmm. And I should also explain I carry a toolbox to school. You also because if they don't do the homework, you hit them with a wrench. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, Damn. you gotta crack that exterior to get to the soft mm-hmm. meat so you of their a, hearts. A toolbox, a handgun, and right. a hand pie. Mm-hmm. Right, at all times. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Okay, so get this straight. One of the things we'll get through to the kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's not impressed by the gun. I love that pie. Yeah, dessert, dessert. And at the end of the day, you know, if I can't get through to him. I'll roll out that TV VCR and put on Teen Aerobics. Yeah. Roll indeed on the old cart that you plug the TV into. 206-9844-FUN is the number to call if you want me to inspire you to love. I just want, listen, to counteract this call. Yeah. I liked it. I liked the poop. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Adding the I'm buying wine to go see Shakespeare in the park was, you know, and- an unnecessary uh, uh, 
flaunting of a lifestyle. I thought you were going to say you agree with me that Shakespeare was the original rapper, but I guess that's self-evident. I, d- I don't agree with you. I think it was uh, Ben Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote all Shakespeare's raps. A common man couldn't have written no, a rap. A common man could never. <laughs> common I mean, man could never have a flow that tight. Exactly. Yeah, it takes an aristocrat. Uh, you know, if you're buying a case of Natty Ice to go to see Nickelback, let us know. Give yeah. us a call. Yeah. Where where are you at, folks? Uh, copping some St. Ides so they can uh, see their favorite song, All Star, performed <laughs> by whatever the fuck that band is called. Sure. The one and only Smash Mouth. Smash yeah. Mouth, thank you. The one you. and only. I thought if I talked through that sentence, I would think of what Smash Mouth was called, but I really <laughs> lost that word. Well, there's not too many reasons for you to remember. San Jose Zone. Was were they? Are they? Yeah, were they? Are, they're San Joseans. They? They're probably still there. They're probably the greatest San Joseans of all time. Wow, I'd say. I mean, if I lived in San Jose right now, I'd vote for them for president. <laughs> yeah, sure. Of San Jose, I know what you're good, what you're going through. <laughs> the Silicon Valley. Well, top San Joseans of all time. Mm-hmm. I would say first, second place is Nickelback. First place is. I think, San Jose. I think Nickelback are Canadian. That, oh, sorry, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are they <laughs> called again? Smash, Smash Mouth. Mouth. Yeah. Second place is Smash Mouth. First place, San Jose Sharks legend, Arturs Urbe. Mm-hmm. So those are probably Pretty the two list. greatest San Joseans of all time. I don't know. There's this underground rapper named Meg Abusive whose hat I'd want to toss into that ring as well. Really? Mm, of course. Yeah, he's going to be number three. All right. That's the fair. That's very fair. Meg Abusive? Meg Abusive is his name. I'm not familiar with Meg Abusive. I'll hip you later. Okay. Yeah, man. What's he got, an album with Bus Driver? Uh, I don't think they ever made a record together. But yeah, they but they're friends. they know each other. Yeah, Absolutely. they're friends. Yeah, Absolutely. they're friends. Absolutely. They're friends. The San Jose <clears throat> Underground is actually pretty pretty thick. Really? Yeah, man. And they're very angry people. Uh, they don't have any <laughs> concert venues there. I remember oh, that no, I uh, performed, San Jose shows would often, so would often be in Santa Cruz when we lived no, in Santa I, Cruz. I have rapped in San Jose a bunch. A lot of San How Jose are the crowds? How are the crowds? A lot of bad ones. Okay. A lot of bad, bad crowds. A lot of crowds full of those angry rappers who I was talking about. You mostly performing at the Computer Museum? <laughs> the Computer <laughs> Museum? I don't, what, is, what is that? San Jose Museum of Innovation. Or something. Oh, what gosh, the fuck no. is that called? Sorry, San Joseans. I have no idea. San Jose's a nice town. I've enjoyed I it like there. I like San Jose. And I've also felt like I w- it was a mistake that I was there. <laughs> <laughs> like every other time it alternated, you know? Um, what do you think is the cause of the anger, Mike? If you were to pinpoint it, where do you think that's coming from? Well, because it's a nice place. The San, I can't imagine the, it's crime ridden. The particular anger <clears throat> of the San Jose rappers of whom I speak mm-hmm. is that they were always upset because they were very technically good, mm-hmm. but they never had any like record business opportunities. Sure, and they were all they always felt kind of like guys from <clears throat> L.A got unduly noticed but Mm. that was just proximity to the business which is half true but also doesn't matter Mm -hmm. you know that's you know there's nothing to get angry about you should move if you don't like where you are (laughs) you know yeah i think uh, there's i think the bay area rap scene is a sort of an enveloping and comfortable womb you know but that's for the guys in san francisco and and north bay and oakland they have their separate ecosystem but what about like what about, like, uh, isn't Fashion from, like, Fresno or he Sacramento Fresno. or something? He is from Fresno. What about these dudes from Sacramento? What about all those, what about all those Quantum Projects guys that are all from, that are, they're all from Sacramento? Yeah, and they built their own thing and they had their nice business thing going for a second. You're right. 
But yeah. that was a little separated from, you know, San Jose. Those guys felt like they were an island. Where's Jimmy Buffett from, Jordan? I have the slightest. <laughs> I think probably I really don't know interna- international waters, probably. He's probably born on a, a, born on a schooner. He's yeah. probably born on the Scientology boat. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. He's the only child of L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah. I know he was the subject of the film Born on the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. I think, you know, his origin story is cloudy. Even though it's been retold every time they reboot the movie. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, I think un- unclear. I think he likes it that way. Really? You think he's sort of shrouding his early life in mystery? Yeah. You know. Or so f- he- sort of fine mist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Earl Sierra mist. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Uh, Michael Eagle, banana cream pie digester. No, it was supposed to be banana cream Mike or something like banana that. Banana cream <laughs> Mike, which is way I punchier. Couldn't, I couldn't say that. Banana though. cream Mike Eagle. I couldn't commit to it. I'm sorry. It was fun, though. Now, we I all bet. got to have a piece of the pie in question. Yeah. The pie you were skeptical of, Mike. Very. Because it contained a whole banana. I condemned it. Yeah, I'm sure you, you were. You were very outspoken were, against the pie. You were dramatically condemnatory. I, I, I admit it, fully, wholeheartedly. But what have you changed your tune? It was delicious. Okay, it was absolutely. That's a good delicious. ass pie, right? It was damn good. It was. It was indeed hells of good. And it's weird how those whole bananas actually kind of work in there, right? <sighs> I left a little banana. Yeah, I see that know. banana down there. <laughs> But it was frozen. Oh, frozen. Yeah, so yeah. the pie came out of the freezer, so yeah. it was a little it was a little tough on the chew. Mm-hmm. The chew was a little tough. A little that rough. was Christian's fault. It was tasty, though. I blame Christian for that because he, <laughs> for some reason, believe, does not believe in microwaving pies. <laughs> That's how you get negative ions in there. That's how you get ghost pie. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Ghost hand pie. I do not, I do not have room in my life for a ghost <laughs> pie right now. It was about ten years ago yeah. that we microwave that pie. Actually, yeah, we've we have ten had years to the day. Pie in here. For <laughs> ten I got, years. I got drunk at that drive-through and pulled the gun on the guy. <laughs> Whole restaurant disappeared. Jesus Christ! The mythos of this particular episode of Jordan yeah. Jessica may be the most of, complex we've ever yeah, created. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a, there's a rich fictional universe here. <laughs> so supernatural. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna need some flow charts, people. Yeah. So Maybe tell us like, if uh, you think Jeff Goldblum is attractive. <laughs> Jordan, Jesse, and Mike's weird bullshit dot dot com. Yeah, and then just, go to work. You know, describe the fictional universe that we've created. Yeah. Vampire princes, Ghost Pie, and Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> uh, Mike Eagle, what's your most recent uh, rap record release? Uh, it's called Hell of Personal Film Festival, and I should rename it Hell's of Personal mm-hmm. Film Festival. Well, if this. you were ready to take it to that next level Bay Area shit, right, you would know that the next step above Hell of Personal is Hell's of Personal. I should make a follow-up project. There you go. And uh, lean more into the personal film festival so it could be Hell's of, mm-hmm. but right now it's still Hella. Uh, and not only are you a beloved and successful rap artist... You're about to become perhaps the most popular podcaster in the world. Oh, I think so. How's this project going? Because you have a new podcast with our friend Hal Lublin. I do. This is a great. This is going to be a great podcast. Oh my god, I'm I'm very excited about it. It's because, called Tyson Fights, and it's about professional wrestling, which is a huge passion of mine. Mm. And I've been 
uh, I've been having this podcast by myself in my car for many years, <laughs> so it's it's a joy to be able to to come here and talk into these microphones and have everyone else here. I legitimately I feel like there is no subject that has ever been more requested as a subject of a Max Fun podcast than professional wrestling, and I feel like I am so lucky lucky that I have met the three of you. And know about this passion that you have. Oh, man. It's just flowing out of me. I want to talk about wrestling all the time. <laughs> Is that a Jimmy Buffett tune? <laughs> I want to talk about wrestling I think you were doing time. that sweaty and hot dance. Yeah, yeah. Yes, indeed. Oh, the do square biz dance. Forgive me. Do you keep up with wrestling? Do you watch oh. Monday Night Raw? Yeah, I do every week. I watched okay. it last night, and I didn't get home. Oh, I joined... Uh, I joined a volleyball league. Okay. <laughs> I joined an indoor volleyball league. And yeah. the first game was last night. Um, but it was at 9. So I didn't get a chance to start watching Raw until about 10.30 last night. And oh, it's boy. three hours. And I watched the whole thing. Oh, wow. I watched the wow. whole thing. Because I got to be ready. Your child was crying in the next room. <laughs> daddy, daddy, I need you. I'm starving. No, I, I that. that is you were not out playing volleyball and watching Raw. He does have another parent. It's okay if I leave the house sometimes. I think. Are you watching Raw at home or are you going to some sort of Raw oh, no. bar? Definitely. <laughs> eat oysters and watch Monday Night Raw. No, I don't think my wife <laughs> I don't think my wife would let me go to a Raw bar. Yeah. I just feel like that's kind of sounds hey, honey, like, I'm going to the Raw bar. Sounds like the kind of thing that's off limits. <laughs> it's like a sexual tower. Yeah. <laughs> Let's open a Raw bar. We can call it Raw Dog. Yeah. yeah of course. <laughs> and we can watch wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be great. Like, this is very confusing as to what goes on in this bar. <laughs> I Do you am watch so wrestling, glad. eat oysters, or have unprotected You know sex? nothing's cooked. That's I all am you know. so sure, glad, Mike, that you have joined this uh, volleyball team. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, because I don't know if you knew this, but I actually originally started that volleyball team as a way to inspire my inner city students. <laughs> <laughs> Bump, well, you, bump, set, spike, we would chant. Well, you, you might be disappointed to know that I am the only African-American in attendance these days. Oh, no. Floored. It's, I'm floored. <laughs> so this league, <laughs> this league is all Latino? Um, it is... Uh, like 100% Latino. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, my team is mostly Asian. Mm. Um, mm. And the team we played against... Well, there's a lot of racially ambiguous people, actually. <laughs> I was, so I was a volleyball at, team that like, looked like America. Right, yes. Looked like is, that America. Apple, is that Apple D-App? Yeah. It, it looked like America in 2040. Okay, the, sure. The team that we were playing against. It looks like uh, the rave scenes from the Matrix. <laughs> Everyone is... <laughs> Just brown enough. Yeah. So check out uh, check out Mike's great new podcast when it uh, debuts in a few weeks. Tights and fights, month or show. Tights or tights and fights. Tights You'll and hear fights. about it on all these mm-hmm. Max Fun shows. Uh, join me and Jordan and Max FunCon East. Uh, MaxFunConEast.com for tickets. That is Labor Day weekend in the Poconos. That's going to be a blast. You know, I was going to say it was going to be a hoot, but I'm kicking it up a notch. Hoot and it's a, a blast. Half. Oh, hoot and a half. Okay. Yeah. Like It'll that. also be a blast. Yeah, a blast. A hoot. I mean, I'm going to blast some motherfuckers with my heater. <laughs> yeah, right. Bam, bam. They better have, like bitch they better have my hand pie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like they were insolent drive through employees. Yeah, or, you know, sat back talking inner city high school students. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've well, established that shoot. I murdered yes. them. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. With wrench only, or gun. Only as necessary. Yeah. That's actually how we first hired Christian. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. 
206-984-4FUN. MaximumFun.reddit.com. Hashtag JJGo. On Facebook, in the Maximum Fun Facebook group, and by liking Jordan Jesse Go. Lots of fun stuff happening there. Uh, a lot of fun... A lot of fun memes lately. Mm-hmm. I want to say thank you to everybody who's been making fun memes for Jordan Jesse Go. Memes are great. They're the language of a new generation. And you're right that if you're going to focus your efforts on any fan culture, it should be one that no one else you know likes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Make something that is confusing to everyone else. <laughs> uh, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.